Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Aging Younger with David and Stephanie Tippy, founders of the Anti-Aging Clinic in Waterhill, Florida, where the alternatives matter. Now here are your hosts, David and Stephanie Tippy. Welcome to the Aging Younger Show. I'm David Tippy. Stephanie's on assignment this evening, but we'll return next Wednesday at the same time. You know, I want to start off uh, the evening speaking about body mass index. Now, it's a, there is a, a, a very unique understanding that needs to be, uh, you might say, distributed among each of us to, to understand. Now, the National Institute of Health changed what it means about overweight and defining it as the basal metabolic and the body mass index. Now, let's take a quick review of how you might calculate this at home. Of course, we have high-tech equipment here to offer our clients, and we connect it to the hands and feet, and then, of course, uh, it's very low voltage, but it's before I, I actually do anything, I tell the people to quickly hold on to something. <laughs> I'm about to electrocute you. No, it's, it really, there is absolutely nothing that you feel, but the uh, indications of, of that light current running from the hands all the way through the body to the feet is very, very unique and important, and it, it, it will give you some very vital information we're going to be discussing along with many other items to be involved with good health. But let's take a listen to how you might be able to do this uh, measurement yourself at home. How to calculate body mass index. The advancement of technology, improved nutrition, awareness of health issues, rising popularity of various forms of exercise, the influence of media, all these and other factors have helped more people to be more health conscious. Better medical care and an overall improvement in quality of life and living conditions give this generation more chances to live to a ripe old age than the generations before it. It is important to enjoy this privilege, embrace the advantages it gives, and maximize the benefits it allows. One way to do this is to watch your weight, as this helps you in good overall health. But weight in and by itself is not always an accurate indication that your health is good. Many women, in fact, and now increasingly so also for males, hold a magical number in their minds as their ideal weight, sometimes disregarding body build, height, age, and other factors. A better way to take a more realistic view of your weight vis-a-vis your overall health is through the body mass index. Body Mass Index, or BMI, is a mathematical formula adopted for use because it provides a good approximation of a healthy weight for an adult person in relation to his or her height. It is helpful for you to be informed about how to calculate Body Mass Index so you will be guided on the ideal weight for your height and not be misled into aiming for an unhealthy ideal weight. 1. Use a bathroom scale to get your weight. Then measure your height or have someone else measure it for you. Stand against a wall in your bare feet with your head held erect, then mark the wall level with the top of your head. Using a tape measure, a measuring stick, or a ruler, measure the distance in inches from the floor up to your mark. 2. The formula for BMI is weight in kilograms divided by height in meters squared. If your measurements are in pounds and feet, then you have to convert it to the metric system first before using the formula. To convert pounds to kilograms, multiply your weight in pounds by 0.45. To convert inches to meter, multiply your height in inches by 0.025. 3. Let's say you are 56 kilograms and standard 1.625 meters. Multiplying 1.625 by itself gets you 2.64. So you divide 56 by 2.64 and you have 21.21. The question now is, does that figure indicate that your weight falls in the good or the risky range? 4. 
For the average adult 20 years or older who is not pregnant, a frail senior has a debilitating illness or is a bodybuilder, a BMI between 19 to 25 is considered within the acceptable range. The more sedentary people fall into the lower end of the range. 18 is underweight, 25 to 29 is considered overweight, and anything beyond that is obese. If you want to find out how many pounds you need to lose in order to fall within the acceptable healthy range, a good gauge to follow is this. One BMI is about 4 to 8 pounds. If you are already within the acceptable range, especially if you're close to the bottom, do not attempt to lower your weight further. Being underweight can be just as much of a health risk as being overweight and may seriously compromise your health, especially as you grow older. If you must lose weight, be guided by a health care or weight loss professional. Never lose sight of the fact that the reason for watching your weight by following these steps on how to calculate body mass index is to be healthy, not to endanger your health. One of the great uh, uh, entitlements in life is choice. Now, choice matters, and we've always talked about that, and of course we uh, want to bring to your attention the National Institute of Health has changed what it means to be overweight, defining it as the body mass index of 25 or greater for adults. The cutoff had been 28 for men and 27 for women, so suddenly about 29 million Americans who had been considered normal became overweight even though they hadn't gained an ounce. What is the real meaning of the body uh, mass index? And to note the potential drawbacks, labeling some healthy people as overweight or obese who are not overly fat and <clears throat> failing the, to distinguish between dangerous and innocuous uh, distributions of body fat, many people with BMI levels at a low end of normal are less healthy than those considered overweight. And some people who are overly fat, according to their body mass index, uh, with proper lifestyle change, can be just as healthy as those considered to be normal weight. Now, the overall body weight is not as important as how, how much body fat you have as compared to how much muscle uh, tissue, mean muscle tissue that you have. Muscle metabolizes and fat does not. We can measure your BMI with a very high-tech piece of equipment here in our clinic that attaches to the hands and feet. And I always kid with my clients when I attach them and tell them I'm about to electrocute because I'm going to turn the electrical juice on. But actually, it's so very low voltage, it's uh, absolutely, uh, you, you can't feel anything. But the actual current going through the body gives the, the read back and the feedback to the equipment to help us understand what your basal metabolic rate is and more likely to, uh, you, to be involved with your weight correctly. So uh, just to make uh, scale go down is not what your intention should be. Muscle weight weighs more than fat by volume, and a great many of so-called diet programs make you lose muscle quickly to ensure your overall weight will decrease and you won't return their program to get your money back. Using a tape measure is much more productive in weight loss. When you eat the right things, drink the right type and amount of water, and exercise regularly to oxygenate your cells of your body, fat will decrease, and that will mean your body will measure to be smaller in those high-fat areas. You know the ones. However, if you were simply using a scale to determine if what you were doing was correct, oftentimes the increase in muscle and the decrease in fat would have little effect on the overall weight, and you would be disappointed. 
until you measured your body to compare the original measurements to those that after you started our program. The goal of many bodybuilders is to gain muscle and lose fat simultaneously. Unfortunately, for most who've been training for any amount of time, training with, the, with this golden mind is typically a surefire way to stand in one place spinning your wheels for months, if not years on end. It's not, it's often noted that the bodybuilders tend to be extremists. Whether this is just a natural personality tendency among us or it is a result of habits, the requisite of induced noticeable and lasting physical changes in our physique, it rings true for a large majority. Even when taking training out of the equation, what our group of people or athletes puts itself through the dietary rigors of bodybuilder, you eat enough to feed a small country while on the bulking phase, yet turn around and barely subsist on enough calories to feed a bird while cutting in the cutting phase. This is absolutely nonsense, utter stupidity. Anyone who's ever been on a real bulking phase or cutting phase will know exactly what extremes I'm talking about. In order to gain muscle, the body needs food and lots of it coupled in the course of the correct type, coupled with reduction of, of all uh, extraneous activities, in order to shed fat after building this muscle, the body needs much fewer calories and lots more uh, tedious cardiovascular type exercise to try and end mark, to embark on a, uh, a mutual compromise between balking and cutting typically brings compromising results in either direction. So, however, with science, information and understanding on how the various systems of the body function, we can better understand and apply correct exercise and nutritional timing to better enable us achieve the goals of increasing muscle mass and losing fat simultaneously. Weight training requires that you do not destroy muscle by not giving it time to rebuild. This is the greatest mistake that most people make when bodybuilding. A good workout on any certain part of the body will need at least four to five days to rebuild. Remember, weight lifting breaks the muscle down, and that is when the body begins the rebuilding process when you consume the correct nutrients and water. The body must be given time for the rebuilding process, or you will be defeating the purpose of the workout. We take advantage of the body's hormonal state as it pertains to the day-to-day -day, uh, circadian rhythms, exercise, and nutrient timing. Never does fat loss require underfeeding. Basically, you'll be in a fat-burning mode the majority of the time eating the foods that contain the highest amounts of amino acids. And we teach you what those are. Taking our rejuvenous calcium doesn't actually burn fat, but research has proven that those people on a diet who include some fresh dairy products in their diet do lose weight faster than those who don't. Now, a calcium tablet will act you know, similarly. Now, take a calcium tablet daily for everyone is helpful, and especially when you are preparing the body for weight loss, as you may inadvertently be taking insufficient calcium, and that could lead to osteoporosis later in life. Do drink lots of water. Your body can't metabolize fat without it, and it helps to keep you feeling full and improves your skin as well as your digestion. 
Now, vitamin K2 is only ignored at your own peril. In the past, we have discussed fat-soluble vitamins, D, A, K, and E. Put simply, fat-soluble vitamins need to be taken with fat foods. The ill-advised population of low-fat diets over the last 30 years may have caused more harm than benefit. We emphasize the need of our krill oil, omega-3, is our rejuvenous brand, long-chain fatty acids, as well as our vitamin D3, C, and CoQ10. Deficiencies of these important vitamins may be one of the reasons why the true human cost is, is thousands of premature deaths. Vitamin K, especially K2, research is decades behind work done on the others, especially vitamin D and E. Also, vitamin E and K interact. Over 100,000 IUs of vitamin E inter interferes with the function of vitamin K. More is not better. It is commonly thought that vitamin K is involved in the clotting and found in leafy green veg vegetables. This K1, that's K1, of course, vitamin K2, on the other hand, is found in certain cheeses, egg yolks, and certain types of vitamin-rich sauerkraut. Of all foods and other things, sauerkraut, not the, pro the processed kind. K2 helps prevent heart disease, supports bone health, and may help prevent dementia. Plus, it's a powerful effect on calcium. Now, placing calcium in the body is vital, and taking our rejuvenous CalMag daily will be helpful. The way I explain it to my clients is our rejuvenous brand, vitamin D3, helps you absorb calcium, while vitamin K2 tells your body where to put it, which might be into the bones where it belongs and certainly not the delicate inner lining of blood vessels and that uh, serve the heart. Calcified arteries lead to heart attacks. So it looks like eggs, cheese, and farm-raised cows or goat's butter, not processed, by the way, may be part of a heart-healthy diet, contrary to popular dogma. In fact, it looks like the good saturated fat never had much to do with causing heart disease in the very beginning. The saturated fat causes heart disease, not the good. Now, the saturated fats that, that uh, cause the heart disease, believe, uh, belief looks more like a, a, you know, a loss extrapolation from the fact that uh, saturated fats increase cholesterol levels instead of, of firm scientific proof, they directly cause heart disease. And in a well-publicized study out of Holland, the Rotterdam Heart Study, people eating lots of Edam and, and Gouda cheese had higher levels of vitamin K2 and less arterial calcification. However, levels of vitamin K2 are also associated with lower risk of prostate cancer. K2 keeps calcium out of the brain. K2 with calcium, added the two together, may also help prevent Alzheimer's disease. There is a clear pattern. Too much calcium in the wrong places causes trouble. Calcium in the right place, i.e. the bone, is a good thing. In fact, Vital for life, vitamin K2 appears to make sure calcium goes in the right places, in the right amounts, as I have already mentioned. Although bacteria in the body, human gut can make vitamin K2, many people's gut have been so trashed by multiple doses of antibiotics, bad processed food, and poor uh, physical and emotional uh, stress behavior, the 
conversion of today's health issues becomes difficult. On the other hand, our rejuvenous brand probiotics help reestablish healthy gut bacteria to support the gut's synthesis of the K2. 10 to 15% of K1 from leafy green vegetables is converted into K2, but it appears humans can absorb no more than 200 micrograms of K1 form uh, all of the sources in a, in a day. So we can't count on meeting all of the K2 needs from fresh green veggies unless we eat them or drink juices made from them several times daily. Also, K1 itself is better absorbed when eaten along with non-processed dairy fat that basically leaves fermented foods like sauerkraut and, and uh, pasture-fed animal food sources of cheese, egg yolks, butter, and liver as our additional sources of K2. The body does not store large quantities of vitamin K, so you need to obtain it on a regular basis through your diet. Sauerkraut is made from cabbage that has been thinly sliced and allowed to ferment. Uh, lactic acid from uh, forms of sh sugars in the cabbage ferment, giving sauerkraut its distinctive tangy flavor. Sauerkraut can be made at home by shredding or slicing in tiny bits of cabbage, putting it into a glass container or stone crock and mixing about three uh, tablespoons of uh, pure salt, not the table salt now, in with the five pounds or so of cabbage, according to the North Dakota State University. Pack the cabbage and the salt mixture firmly into the container until the salt pulls juices from the cabbage. Use a plate, heavy object, on top to weight down the cabbage and keep it under the fluid brine. Cover the container, let it sit at room temperature for three to six weeks. How not to eat sauerkraut. While sauerkraut sales, sales have increased after the study showed that it cured cancer, most of the brands uh, on the market are pasteurized and contain vinegar and table salt, all of which is not the type of sauerkraut the studies were referring to. With these commercially prepared sauerkrauts that or found on grocery store shelves. The pasteurization, heating, and other things destroy precious enzymes. Furthermore, the added pasteurization, heating, refining, blah, 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 depletes minerals processes, is, and of course is salt used by the commercial sauerkraut manufacturers, further eliminates those health benefits. Sauerkraut is a good source of antioxidants. Now, the good sauerkraut, not that commercially produced stuff. One cup delivers 35% of the daily value of vitamin C, 12% of iron, and 11% of manganese. Vitamin C is a powerful antioxidant that's also needed for collagen, blood vessels, and neurotransmitters. I suggest to all of our clients to take our rejuvenous brand vitamin C on a daily basis, knowing that all may not be able to make the sauerkraut. In addition to sauerkraut's role carrying oxygen in the blood, iron contained in it functions as an antioxidant protecting cells from the accumulation of hydrogen peroxide. Manganese in the sauerkraut is a trace element as well that serves as a principal antioxidant enzyme in the mitochondria, which contributes to the formation of collagen and is used in the metabolism of carbohydrates, proteins, as well as cholesterol. A study from the University of New Mexico then stated that sauerkraut, when traditionally fermented, may reduce the risk of breast cancer by 74%. Plenty of leafy green veggies eaten with extra virgin olive oil raw butter from farm-raised cows or goats, 
are great as well. A few ounces of cheese. Most days, with lacto-fermented sauerkraut as a condiment, a few eggs a week, and you're probably getting enough K2. Roughly 37 micrograms a day suggested by the Rotterdam Heart Study. Whatever the case, be sure to get your K2. The natural foods diet is really into making sure that you have sources for the fat-soluble vitamins in your diet. And vitamins are what so many times are missing from the processed food diet. These vitamins include A, D, C, E, K, and calcium. Most people also know that the major source of K vitamins is green leafy vegetables, such as, such as the spinach and the Swiss chard. Now since the 1980s, studies have shown in correlation between vitamin K intake and the risk of bone fractures. Most recently, studies have begun to correlate vitamin K intake to other diseases and conditions. Now as far as bone density is concerned, it is known that calcium is incorporated into the protein matrix of the bone by an activated Osteocalcin. Now, osteocalcin is activated through a uh, carboxylactation process that is uh, catalyzed by vitamin K. Now, studies have shown that people with the highest percentage of inactivated osteocalcin have a five times higher hip fracture rate than those with the activated osteocalcin. It has also been shown that vitamin K2 which is different from K1, is much more efficient than vitamin K1 for activating those osteocalcin levels. Now, vitamin K2 then is a, a sort uh, of the new guy on the block, exciting initial resources showing it may have a large influence on many body functions. Japanese studies have already shown that supplementation with levels of Vitamin K2 can reverse osteoporosis with no side effects. Does this sound like a safer and saner treatment as opposed to drugs like Fosomax that actually kill osteoclast cells in the bone? Other side effects of these drugs include damage to the esophagus, death of the jaw bone, and can increase bone fragility with spontaneous uh, femur fractures. There is evidence linking persons and animals deficient in vitamin K2 to abnormal calcification of soft tissue, such as the arteries. Vitamin K2 activates matrix, the GLAY protein, which is a major inhibitor of arterial calcification. A large clinical trial done in Europe showed that low vitamin K intake was strongly associated with the risk of developing arterial artery disease and higher blood levels, which were uh, significantly related to reduced mortality. Studies in animals have shown that adding vitamin K2 to the diet can completely prevent calcification of the arteries in certain animal models now, vitamin K2 may be the reason for the French paradox, you know, the fact that French people have low rates of coronary artery disease despite having a high-fat diet. All that natural butter and natural cheese that contains the K2, which they consume on a daily basis. So now you can stop guzzling all the red wine it's doing you no good. Calcium deposition in the artery wall may also affect blood pressure, and the deficiency of K2 may also be involved in, of course, that mentioned earlier. You know, overweight is, of course, a complete logical thing to think about, and great I think great times come when 
comedians take up the place to give us a, an idea that we meet, we meet our own obligations when we meet the truth head on. Now here's our friend Al Bundy. from high school. Well, these are seven. The box says nine because, well, uh, look, lady, you're a nine. <laughs> it is a, a, a true benefit because we have to understand that choice matters. And, again, back to the vitamin K2 research. Research has also shown that vitamin K2 catalyzes an enzyme that produces sulfides in the brain. Now decreased sulfides have been associated with aging of the brain and Alzheimer's disease. We're going to take a short break right here and we will be right back. Bacteria and fungi infections as well as viral organisms are history when encountering our rejuvenous OSH silver, which is a true silver hydrosol. The evidence shows that the pure and small particle size of the silver hydrosyl will not interfere with normal white blood cell activity and may even enhance it. Studies have concluded that rejuvenous OSH silver hydrosyl offered profound immune benefits because of its ability to interfere with the select bacteria in three key ways almost simultaneously. Central to all three is the ability of the rejuvenous OSH silver hydrosyl to cause permanent inactivation of the dangerous invading organisms. Number one, the integrity of the dangerous cell's membrane and boundaries become unstable. The cell begins to rupture. Simultaneously, the smaller particle sizes of the rejuvenous OSH silver hydrosyl can more easily penetrate the bacteria or virus cell. And once penetration occurs, liposimple enzymes uh, reactions governing the uh, dangerous cell's metabolism go into partial or full arrest. And thirdly, the rejuvenous OSH silver hydrosyl further penetrates the most interior recesses of the cell, which is the nucleic acids, ending the ability of these invaders to replicate. Germs and virus can't get immune to this process like they can with vaccines. Keep our rejuvenous OSH silver hydrosyl in your home to protect your entire family against the virus and bacterial infection. Call us today at our 954-742-4430 or go to our website, livelonger123.com. My book title is Collapse of Drugs Due to Wellness, and it is based on my past experiences as well as my research for the past 30 years, and it was satisfying to get this burden off my chest. Glenn Beck examples are part of my book when I explain what an unconstitutional and shocking monopoly that Big Pharma has on our health care system with the support and blessings from the FDA. What I have written has moved me deeply, and I feel that I will move you as well. There is no naivete in this book. It helps you understand that I know I can't please all of the people all the time. However, I did not run from any subject that may be misrepresented in the media today, which I discussed in the book. I do not dance around issues lightly. The beginning of the book is crucial and that properly framing what's going on and what you're about to read is either going to cause you to want more or to curse under your breath at buying the book if you worked for the FDA. Every person who has read the book has appreciated reading the book. Nobody can move and inspire by following strict rules and this book clearly does not have rules. If there are no rules and no assumed judgment, then physiological blocks are impossible to build in your mind. So trust me, the facts are presented and the subject matter is presented in such a manner as to assume the reader will be spellbound to what they are reading. 
I wrote the book in such a manner that it would not allow the perceived national media's varying opinions to sway the wording. No matter what you thought about the subject matter before reading, you were left with your own opinions and judgments that could only be swayed by the science and fact which I present. For instance, there may be a quick remark about a powerful issue that will jolt you, similar to a shot of whiskey, but that never wavering science which is necessary was always there to back it up. You are never left with conjecture. I think this type of jolt, when placed in a particular place, at a precise place and moment, was exactly what the conversation needed. Occasionally, this is the only way to communicate a serious subject. As much as I read and talk with others, I find that most of us are always have something to say. Some are just not brave enough to say it. And as you may well learn when reading this book, I break that mold. I want you to feel shocked, yet relieved to know what I have revealed once I have shined the light in those areas hidden from public view dark areas of the medical pharmaceutical sickness industry. As the light is shined on the FDA, they are seen to be contributing to the problem and limiting health choices by helping to create the existing drug monopoly. I always leave it up to you to decide. Learning how money purchases favors and laws in our country is bad enough, and most of us suspect that. However, not to the extent of the invading of our constitutional rights that they're doing now. I call Glenn Beck the local constitutionalist, and I ask for Glenn's help throughout the book, in jest, of course, to look into what I call the raping of our Constitution by our money-grabbing politicians who help to decrease our health choices because sickness creates wealth, and wellness only creates health. Thanks for staying with us, and we're back now. Uh, another possible area where K2 deficiency may be important is as uh, a potential case of kidney stones, again related to calcium metabolism and calcium oxalate. It could be that increasing the vitamin K2 in the diet, along with the other supplements, the CalMag, the D3, the CoQ10, and the vitamin C, plus drinking the correct type and amount of water could prevent kidney stones. And we'll delve into the correct type and amount of water in just a little bit. Recent studies show that higher uh, vitamin K2 levels reduce the risk of prostate cancer, as I mentioned earlier. Other studies have shown K2 to be associated with preventing varicose veins, reducing skin aging, and helping with the growth of new cells. There is other evidence that K2 may have important ramifications for immune functions. It has also been noted that there are uh, vitamin K2 receptors both in the mitochondria and the cell nucleus of many tissues. I get the feeling that we've only seen the tip of the iceberg as far as the K2 effects that may impact the risk of osteoporosis, and cardiovascular disease, brain diseases like Alzheimer's, immune dysfunctions, as well as kidney stones and cancer. And again, foods high in vitamin K2 are mostly the animal sources of foods, including hard cheeses, uh, butter from grass-fed cows and goats, not the factory farm processed butter, on the grocery store shelves that have been injected with all the stuff that they do. And, of course, we need organic meats and eggs, yolks, as well as curd cheeses. should be all natural. Now, notice these foods are the ones most of our modern nutritionalists tell us to avoid. Now, you might argue that your gut Laura makes all of the vitamin K2 you need, but studies suggest the K2 made by our gut flora is bound to the bacterial cell wall and not 
bioavailable. It's not the best source for K2. Now, not that I'm jumping on any bandwagon. However, the science is just finally catching up to the intelligent design of our creator. All we have to do is eat the traditional foods for humans and avoid modern food processing, exercise and drink the correct type and amount of water every day in order to have abundant health. And let's take another short break right here, and we shall be right back. Look your best safely without surgery. We offer non-surgical facelift treatments complete with professional skincare products utilizing magical copper. The anti-aging clinic shows you weight management and body contouring, all safe and non-invasive. Turn back the hands of time with Growth Factor Spray. Antioxidants are our first line of defense against aging. Our professionals can scientifically verify if your vitamins are working with new laser technology. Get your score by calling today. longevity will follow. The brain and endocrine system control your body, including things like weight gain. When your hormones are out of balance, your body cannot function properly. Call the anti-aging clinic and begin to age younger today. Call 954-742-4430. That's 954-742-4430. We're back and thanks for staying with us. Now, bone weakening is a common problem associated with aging. And most people, some Sometimes during their 30s, your bone mass will begin to gradually decline. For women, bone loss can significantly speed up during the first 10 years after menopause. This is the period when the osteoporosis often develops, provided you're not doing anything to correct it. Those with osteoporosis are at increased risk of, of height loss, fractures, hip, wrist, vertebrae, and chronic pain. Many are under the mistaken impression that a prescription drug combined with megadose of calcium vitamins is the answer to strong and healthy bones. But bisphosphonate drugs like Fosamax, Actin, Boniva are associated with serious side effects, including the increased risk of bone fracture and loss of bone. One important strategy for maintaining healthy bones is to eat the right types of foods. We suggest those to our clients. A diet full of processed foods will produce biochemical and metabolic conditions in your body that will decrease your bone density. So avoiding processed food is definitely the first step in the right direction. Certain nutrients, including rejuvenous omega-3 quill oil fat, Calcium, through taking our rejuvenous CalMag, which includes, of course, the mag part is magnesium, which helps it absorb, and also taking our rejuvenous vitamin D3, which also helps the absorption and use of, of the calcium. And then the most important vitamin in the world, rejuvenous CoQ10. You can't exist without it. It is a heart enzyme, the coenzyme Q10. And, and, of course, the gut health with our rejuvenous brand probiotics are all critical for strong bones and good health, as well as exercise, especially weight-bearing exercise, and drinking the correct type and amount of water. Your bones are constantly being rebuilt in a dynamic process involving the removal of old bone through the osteoclast and regeneration of new healthy bone by osteoblasts. Load-bearing exercise works to build stronger bones by stimulating cells responsible for the synthesis and mineralization of bone osteoblasts. Weight-bearing exercise is actually an effective remedy against osteoporosis. Because as you put more tension on your muscles, it puts more pressure on your bones, which then respond by continuously creating fresh new bone. A good weight-bearing exercise is 
to incorporate into your routine, depending on your current level of fitness, of course. Of course, you need to check with your doctor. I don't want to interfere with that. Uh, a good course might be uh, a walking lunge, as it helps build bone density in your hips, joints, and even without any additional weight. That lunge is actually very helpful. Now, running and jumping are also effective as a weight training. This is this all requires fundamental changes to your lifestyle, which can take time. And our label for it with our clients is simply a lifestyle change. Now to speak of the correct type and amount of water, which is vital for all health-related issues. Natural alkaline mineral water with pH of 10 was evaluated to see if it reduced blood pressure in people with low magnesium and calcium levels. The results of this study suggest that waterborne minerals are a valuable source of nutrient uptake and can reduce blood pressure in people with calcium and or magnesium deficiencies. Electrolyzed reduced water from our aging younger water ionizer can protect against oxidative damage to the DNA, the RNA, and protein. Human DNA was subjected to oxidative damage using hydrogen peroxide to stimulate the type of damage that free radicals do to DNA on the body, in the body, on a daily basis. Now, alkaline water was shown to enhance the antioxidant activity of ascorbic acid, which is vitamin C. Studies on the properties and the real existence of aqueous solution systems that are assumed to have antioxidant activities by the action of active hydrogen indicated that electrolyzed reduced water protects against ox the oxidative damage to DNA, RNA, and protein, and the electrolyte mineral water intake reduces blood pressure among subjects with low uh, urinary magnesium and calcium levels summary of this study that evaluated four alkaline waters that were made by several methods, including a water ionizer, such as our aging younger water ionizer model, to find out if alkaline water has an antioxidant effect. Researchers in this study observed that molecule hydrogen was found in the uh, ionizer tested water and not active hydrogen. The laws of chemistry clearly show that it is impossible to have active hydrogen in water because active hydrogen uh, combines with itself rapidly to form molecular hydrogen. Alkaline water produced by the electrolysis process, as in the case of our aging younger water ionizer, was shown to have the best antioxidant effect in the laboratory. As we hear so often these days, things aren't what they used to be. The air is different. Putting it very frankly and unscientifically, it's full of crud, positively charged crud. It stays in the air we breathe and we run along the beach or the middle of the city we live in. It stays in the city water we drink and it stays in the food we eat from what we refer to as the Industrial Revolution. Water is no longer H2O. It is H2O plus 18 to 20 other molecules of trash, very acidic trash. And all of the pollution is useless to our energy production within the body. We can't live in a controlled environment where we could only breathe ionized air where the crud is removed through an ionizing process. We have to reclaim water from the, the crud of the Industrial Revolution with our aging younger water ionizer and produce the two hydrogen, one oxygen molecules absent the crud and make the healthiest water on the planet. Remember our phone number, 
954-742-4430. I get that pencil out. It's really important. Give us a call. 954-742-4430. Or you can go to our website, LiveLonger123.com, and click on the young lady drinking the water on that front home page, and it will give you a complete understanding of what we're talking about. Remember our phone number, 954-742-4430. The Committee for the University of Texas on uh, Hormonally Active Agents in the Environment recommends determining the risk of humans from contact with these chemicals in the environment is difficult because ordinary exposure to these agents have not been routinely monitored, said the committee chairperson, Eric Nobile, the professor, and uh, H. Wayne a high-tower professor at the Medical Sciences, Medical School, University of Texas in Houston. Determining what these exposures actually are is therefore of primary importance. Hormonally active agents include a wide variety of chemicals that mimic the actions of sex hormones and have been associated with adverse reproduction and development effects in wildlife. <clears throat> The pesticide DDT, for uh, example, acts like the human hormone estrogen and is uh, so it's called estrogen mimic. In 1972, the Environmental Protection Agency banned all uses of DDT except for public health emergencies. Exposure to hormonally active agents can occur from a variety of, of sources. For example, eating food that is contaminated with PCBs and DDT, and using commercial products such as uh, cleaners and those little paper sheets some throw into your dryer while drying clothes to make them smell real good. Also, from pesticides and food additives, which are ways people may come into contact with these chemicals. Now, PCBs are a family of man-made chemicals that contain 209 individual compounds with varying toxicity, but of their insulating and non-flammable properties, PCBs have been used widely as coolants and lubricants in transformers, capacitors, and other electrical equipment. The manufacture of PCBs stopped in the United States in 1977 because of evidence of PCBs accumulated in the environment and may cause health hazards for humans. Laboratory studies are needed to determine whether uh, hormonally active chemicals used in pesticides, cleaning solutions, and skin care products have any effect on the immune system, the committee stated. Now, the majority of the evidence available is based on studies done on wildlife and laboratory animals, very Little is known about how the compounds affect humans in every area of investigation. The committee said information about how humans are affected is sketchy and, and uh, more well-designed studies are needed. Our huge importance is do they cause cancer? Some researchers believe that exposure may increase the increase of breast cancer and other types of cancer. So there are also concerns that Endocrine disruptors may play a role in the reported declines in the sperm counts, increased rates of test, uh, testicular and prostate cancer, and other male reproductive disorders. Now, the committee said, although some endocrine disruptors have been associated with tumors and thyroid, pituitary, and adrenal glands and lab animals and, and available does not support the uh, association between breast and uh, uterine cancer uh, on uh, humans. Now, a recent study reported uh, an association between the pesticide uh, dieldrin and breast cancer, however. Washing your fruit and vegetables becomes a life support task, and washing them with acid water from uh, that, in, which is, of course, the runoff, produced by our uh, aging younger water ionizer, 
could just be the mother nature suggestion that is ordered for the day. To keep your family's fruits and vegetables safe to eat, you need to wash all skin fruits and vegetables thoroughly. Even if there are no visible signs of decay on the skin, bacteria and other microorganisms can be present. Perhaps even more harmful is the high amount of pesticides on the skin. Once consumed, the bacteria could cause illness, and exposure to pesticides over time may lead to an increased chance of cancer cells in the body. Besides washing fruit and vegetables, it is also a good idea to wash your hands and, uh, you know, before preparing the food in the same acidic water. Washing fruits and vegetables with tap water is not an effective way to remove the chemicals like pesticides, nor is it effective at killing bacteria. In addition, there are many chemicals like the chlorine and the fluoride in your tap water. The goal of washing fruits and vegetables is to remove organisms such as bacteria, soil, and pesticide chemical residue. Washing and soaking your fruits and vegetables and even rinsing your meats in the acidic, the ionized water is far superior to using tap water or purely purified filtered water. Acidic ionized water has a very low pH of about 2.8 to 3.0 and high positive oxygen reduction potential, that's the ORP, of about plus 600. The reduced pH and the high ORP strip away chemicals like pesticides on the skin while the high level of positive ORP strips electrons from the cell walls of microorganisms, destroying their cell walls and effectively killing these microorganisms. All fruit and everything that we eat should be washed first in our the, the runoff, if you will, into the sink of the, the, the uh, aging younger water ionizer. It is so important, I can't say it enough, you give us a call to, to, to realize what that is, and it would certainly be a complete benefit for your, your entire family. Even if the fruits and vegetables are grown with, uh, with pesticides, people have surely been touching the produce from the farm all the way through the supermarket. It is safer to use the methods that we just got through talking about to clean the produce, even if it's organic. And although organically grown salad mixes in a bag are often pre-washed, you should still wash the greens at your house in the acidic water. You can get that water ionizer by calling us today. There is no guarantee that the produce is getting washed to a correct standards that you're buying off the shelf and, and doing will leave you with little doubt. Washing fruits and vegetables takes only seconds and the benefits outweigh the rewards. The aging younger water ionizer is capable of creating acidic water which acts as a natural astringent on surfaces without chemicals and only water, not chemicals, the aging younger water ionizer is able to kill bacteria and micro on any surface. You really want to take advantage of this cleaning process. Call us today. That is 954-742-4430. That's 954-742-4430. Now, we're here every Wednesday at 7 p.m., please return. Go to our website, livelonger123.com. Again, that is livelonger123.com, and that phone number is 954-742-4430. Till next Wednesday, good day. You've been listening to Aging Younger with David and Stephanie Tippy. 
You've just heard that alternatives to the sickness industry are alive and well, helping you to age younger. The Anti-Aging Clinic is located at 7200 West Commercial Boulevard in Lauder Hill, Florida. You can reach David and Stephanie at 954-742-4430. That phone number again is 954-742-4430. And you can learn more about them on their website, livelonger123.com. Join us every Wednesday and Friday at 1 o'clock for Aging Younger on 1040 WLVJ.